So, Skylar, cue the catchy music. Catchy music, go. Where am I going? We won't need eyes to see. Coming to get you, Barbara. Nothing's better than cheddar. That is true. Yep. Thank you, Cheddar Goblin. Oh, he's <laughs> running around here. <laughs> so, welcome to the Lunch Pail Boys. I'm one of the hosts, TJ Harkness. Also on here with me is two of my heterosexual life mates. Justin Splurton. Please grab my dick, Burton. I mean, that would be nice. Anybody. Anybody, Anybody grab it. Yeah. yeah. Are you sure that's old, not what you're screaming, TJ? Old truckers. Grandma. I really don't. Now, like, my sex drive is, like, nil. So I'm like, okay, I'm accepting of that. So for those <laughs> of you out there, listen, and you think that's way too much information, you can go fuck yourselves. So you're saying that he doesn't want a strange trucker to grab his genitals. Who, me? Yeah, you. That's what you're saying. That's a tricky one. It's a tough one. I just they have really carrying think you need to... and strong hands, those truckers. They have, but strong but caring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're used to riding for a long time. What I just, the fuck? I think you just really need to start adventuring in some butt stuff. That'll help get it back. Nope. A couple fingers up there. Nope. <clears throat> that is one way to quickly Ooh, piss me off is try to touch my asshole. A nine volt? <laughs> that would go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't be gay. You know how yeah, it feels to be licking baby carrots. Oh, and then I won't be able to look at carrots the same way ever again. And I love carrots. And I think baby carrots, I think that there might be some ethical issues. <laughs> you probably want a more mature carrot, one that's of age. Yeah, that's true. Settle down a little bit. <laughs> at least able to consent. Yeah, I think baby carrots are not legally able to consent to butt stuff. <laughs> 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 also on here with me is uh <clears throat> is the Bob Dylan of the podcast. Hey. Mr. <laughs> Skyler. There is no Dana, only Zool Wood. Right on, man. That isn't how Bob Dylan would sound now. He'd be like, yes. <laughs> Did you say Bob Dylan or Bob Dole? Bob Dole, I'm Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. <laughs> is that what Bob Dole says? I don't know. I'm, I'm Bob Dole. Bob Dole. I'm Bob, Bob Dole. Uh, yep. How you guys doing? I'm Bob Dole. <laughs> uh, you guys great. doing okay? Huh? Yeah, great, fabulous, wonderful. <sighs> I'm being swarmed by you? fruit flies. They're trying to drink my beer, but other than that, yeah, swell. Dude, great. they're so bad. I thought my house was just gross, but they're everywhere. No, they're everywhere. They're... That's better than I'm trying to drink your blood. Well, I didn't want to say. Bunch of little vampire fruit flies flying around. Oh, fuck. Mm. That's true. I mean, they're tiny, so they wouldn't drink that much blood probably before they'd... Do you think if you had a boner and a mosquito was sucking your blood out, would your boner go? No. <laughs> I mean, unless you li- if you didn't like it, maybe. Yeah. Mosquito, stranger, mosquito danger. Ooh. <laughs> That's my purse. My luck, the mosquito would put his little, his little beak down my pee hole somehow. 
Burton, you're lucky you would somehow impregnate the mosquito, even though it's not fucking physically possible. <laughs> Burton's gonna Burton's gonna be a trailblazer for uh mosquito sounding. Yeah. Burton's the trailblazer if we need anything impregnated on this planet. <laughs> a man so virulent. Oof. Guys, it's not anymore. I'm no longer I, I don't believe it. Snipped. I think you could pull out a miracle like uh uh, like Hoosiers, you know, you, you know, like you think, Hoosiers. you think, you think you're down and out in the fourth quarter, but you know, you spring one by the goalie. He's basically saying your wiener's Gene Hackman. <laughs> I'll accept that. I, we could all be so lucky to have uh, Gene Hackman as a phallus. Oh my phallus. God. That would, imagine that kind of compliment. You yeah. pulled on your pants. He's like, Oh my God. God damn. Your penis looks like Howard Stern. <laughs> we were at the lunch table this week at work and one of the guys i don't remember what brought this up but for some reason he took his hand and laid it out like you know like a big old flopping wiener like and i looked back at him and i took my finger and i was like <laughs> laid my finger on the table <laughs> since we're putting down what we're sporting oh man well, good for you burton good for you <laughs> having pride in that oh we'll just jump right into this motherfucker so remember last episode we did covering Nazis escaping to Argentina, South America, you know, doing Nazi things and sort of the widespread corruption throughout the Catholic organization that also had roots all the way back here to America. But no, we highlighted like, you know, certain uh, groups and how corrupt it was allowing these fucking some of the worst people ever. We talked about the humanitarian crisis of these poor Nazis that were driven from their homes <laughs> in their time of need and the wonderful people who gave them shelter. And That's pleasure. what we talked about. Yep. That we talked poor about. Poor little Nazis. Any moral, were, any moral quandary, quandary, quandaries there? They were drug away from their uh, sausages and, you know, <laughs> pretzels. Yep. They traded I them in for enchiladas. I just left all of my sauerkraut. In the, in the bunker. Oh, for this burrito. Mm. Now all I have this burrito these, is filling. Now all I have is these spicy chips. What, oh, what is the one spicy. things in Argentina? The um, kebabs. No, it's not I don't think kebabs. that's specific. To... What are they, they have them at Arby's. What are those things called? <laughs> Roast beef. Sad day that a few women that had that. They like tacos. I like tacos, but thick. oh, like uh, no, I don't know what taco has Arby's become like an international like cuisine house now. Yeah, hang on, it's it's the Taco Bell of demolition, man. <laughs> All things are Arby's. <laughs> I love Arby's, dude. If you guys had the fuck, oh my god. My favorite thing from The Simpsons is when they're all stranded out in the middle of nowhere, and they're all like, "Man, I could do that," and then uh, they're all hungry, and I think Bart goes man, I could really go for some Arby's. And everybody goes, man, Ooh. you must be really hungry. <laughs> they do that a lot. Yeah, it's hilarious. Mm. Well, Burton's figured it out. They do the one, too, where Homer's like at a food cart and he eats a bunch of food and then he needs a drink. And he's he's like, well, we got Mountain Dew and we got crab juice. And he goes, ew, I'll take the crab juice. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Fucking Mountain Dew's awesome. I, dude, you got to admit, Mountain Dew's awesome. It tastes good. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I love me Mountain Dew. 
it just I guess they don't have they have sweet tacos but that's not what I was thinking of damn it what are they called it's turkey anyways that I'm thinking of the, that they're famous for turkey like yeah because nobody else does turkey not turkey dildo the country of turkey mm. oh we're talking about oh, oh you're talking about like uh, euros yes god bless it like a gyro yeah. How the fuck did you think that was fucking? <laughs> That's not. I mean, that is. They are good. They like do like a good gyro, the lamb and the beef. Yeah, I thought that was an Argentina thing, but it's not. No. Well, I mean, they do cook up lamb and like they probably lamb dishes and shit. They probably have a dish that has meat inside of some kind of flour. Yeah, they have a sweet bread taco. That's bread. similar to it. It looks like it, but it's not. Mm. It's more like a pita pocket. This interna- this international culinary moment brought to you by yep, Arby's. Well, John Silvers. <laughs> no, we're here to educate. We have the meat. <laughs> <laughs> we have. Something. We have the fish. We actually got Arby's for breakfast this morning, and on the box it says, Arby's, you have the meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that... yeah, they've got... I hate their breakfast. Dude. I wasn't aware they had breakfast, honestly. What are they... <clears throat> yeah, they got a wrap. It's like roast beef and eggs? No, they got a breakfast wrap with ham and... Hash brownies and okay. biscuits and gravy eggs. at one point, Ooh. dude. But their French toast sticks are kitty McGee's. <laughs> kitty McGee's. I've never <laughs> heard of that. Mm, they're so sweet and sensual. I just stick a whole one down my throat. So I have to watch now. I start. I you know I've been saying that shit's the tits for a long time, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And Caden started saying it. Oh. Mm-hmm. And June was like, "You can't say that. Like he can't." Tell me or another woman that shit's the tits. It's a compliment. Right? That's and I'm funny. like, well, you need to stop him then. <laughs> <laughs> Your kid. So Katie was changing River's diaper and Leah tried to grab his wiener, I guess. And she's like, no, don't touch your brother's penis. So then Leah turned around and looked at me and she goes, penis. <laughs> penis. <laughs> Hearing a two year old say penis is the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh. Like I like we you know we talked about how a bunch of them escaped and we sort of left everybody uh, a little cliffhanger about you know Sir Hitler and how some people thought he may have escaped. Where did he go? This episode we're primarily going to be focusing on old Hitler and had a combination of shit and Hitler. For One and the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's the shit Hitler. Which, again, is kind of redundant. We're going to be initially talking about the last few days of Hitler's life. You know, what we know facts on that. And go through that up till he was suicided or he bailed. Hillary Clinton. I was going to say the Clintons. (laughs) And we'll go through the conspiracy theories. And then after that, we're going to... They found him in his room with a rope around his neck and seven bullet holes. Said he hung himself. Rope around his neck and a hand around his <laughs> Johnson. So like it looks like somebody busted in while he was jacking. Up. Nope, nope. He <laughs> hung himself. Look, he hung he himself while he was himself. flogging his schnitzel. That's clearly ligature marks on his dick. Nope, nope, nope. That is just skin folds. Nope, that yeah. is bruising on his dick. Yeah, he was really going he at. Notice the cum on his shoes from where he jacked. But <laughs> imagine if his dick was like the thing from a. The mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas, how his head spins around. Oh, yeah. 
Like it's got a. Yeah, for some reason, I just imagine like his penis just spinning around and shooting up, and he's got like a cum fountain. Why are you thinking about this, too? Like I don't know. I imagine his penis looking like the things that come out of the graboid's mouth. Some oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I had to think about what? that for a minute. Yeah. So like his penis has that, or? Yeah, no, that's what it looks that. like. Oh, okay. Okay. Or it could be the whole alien, you know, the the queen alien. It's like, she got the you know, big yeah. mouth and the little mouth inside her mouth. Like alien nesting dolls, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get you I with my little. Put that thing right in your asshole and just fucking. Ooh. Eat you out from the inside out. I need to make a thanks, Trent Reznor. <laughs> alien fucking predator movie. Alien Come fucking on. the predator. Yeah, that's probably a porn, dude. Ooh. Alien oh, porn. speaking of it, I watched a Seinfeld porn parody the other day. <laughs> really? I couldn't jack off because a, I was, laughed. Was Kramer? Did was Kramer <laughs> involved? Yep, yep. That was the weird part. But no, like, uh, I don't know. It was actually entertaining. I was like, man. So I went to bed like, not like my carnal needs satiated, but, you know, just laughing. I was like, man, this is awesome. Uh, What's the deal with erections? I mean, (laughs) I don't know. Oh, shit. I love fucking Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was the porno, it was a fucking Seinfeld. Yeah. Fucking Seinfeld. So, right. <laughs> now, on with the Borfil. It wasn't all sunshine and tacos for Hitler during the last days, or even the last several months. During December of 1944, many of the Nazi party officials resigned to the fact that a German victory was no longer in the cards. Hitler, you know, had several squabbles with party officials, even his closest friends. Basically, they were telling him how he was losing it. He was losing the war for them. Like, they should have won this. Aw. They blamed Hitler? Feelings. Yeah. Oh, poor Hitler. They hurt him's feelings. That will contribute to this story here in a minute. So, by 1945, both Germany and Hitler appeared to be living on the same borrowed time. Yeah. That's the sound Hitler makes. That, is that... <laughs> you'll hear that every so often that's the Hitler sound of this podcast Hitler you're losing the war for us in mother Germany or father Germany or whatever the fuck they say Stepsister just imagine Germany. if you would have looked at him and started going and start doing that chasing him around See, there he is doing the chicken again chicken Hitler or do what I used to do when I was a janitor and one of the supervisors would get on to me <laughs> and they'd be like what are you doing? I'd be like, and they'd be, and they'd like, after like trying to talk to me for like two minutes, I'd keep doing it and they would just walk off. And I'm like, (laughs) conflict settled. I did that several times. (laughs) Oh my God. If you can't, yeah, fuck them. If they can't, they they have no idea what the hell you're doing. They'll just walk (laughs) away. He's a fucking bird. (laughs) I say there's a few times I should have got written up, but I didn't know if it's because like I had a membership with like, the Ravens Monthly or something like that? They, they probably thought you were going to call in them. Yeah, you're calling the Ravens. And those Ravens, they're smart birds. They'll remember your face. Yep. They haven't they been to the Super Bowl f- in a while, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. This year, though, maybe. 
<clears throat> so throughout throughout most 1945, it's pretty widely documented that Hitler sort of seemed to be a shadow of his former self. And not only did he resign himself to an underground complex of Berlin, but he also uh, he also was battling underlying issues contributing to his, the degradation of his mental and physical health. Mm-hmm. And many people would go on to state that it was quite evident that he was battling Parkinson's. So he had the shakes. He had the shakes. Well, what people don't realize is, and I know this because of my papal, with Parkinson's comes like cognitive issues. So that's not, a lot of people don't realize mm-hmm. that. The fact that Michael J. Fox is able to do what he's still doing it's pretty, I mean, uh, pretty, yeah. yeah, impressive. I mean, we may make the fuck make fun of fucking Michael J. Fox because it's easy. Because yep. what do we got, you know? Do we? But yeah, so you're saying it's like degenerative nerve disease. It's not just physically issue, but you know, the nerves yeah. are throughout your brain and wiener too. Probably is your wiener shake? Oh. Ooh, you have to after you pee, you don't have to worry about it. Just shakes itself off. Bouncing around on itself. Just dribb- no dribbling. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, he's battling with Parkinson's along with experiencing, experiencing some uh, severe cognitive deficiencies. And this would include old Fuckler himself. And yes, that was both a combination of Fuck and Hitler. Uh, going into semi-lucid Catonia where he would sometimes scream and rant and, uh, you know, come out of that not knowing what happened. No! Just like that. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So, Hitler, in January 16th, 1945, took up residence in uh, Berlin, oh, in a bunker that he, that they so cogently called the Fuhrer Bunker. (laughs) And that became the center of the Nazi regime. Damn, that was loud, wasn't it? You didn't hear that? What was that? Was that real? A fucking motorcycle. Oh. Yeah, a bunch of cock stains driving past real late. God, it sounded like a flappy flappy fart. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were farting, man. Yeah, sure. it's nah. like, man, that's some cheek rattling goodness right there. Like, that's a Burton fart, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard anything like that in my life. That <laughs> was, was pretty loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the subtraining dwelling would house Hitler, Ava Braun, and members of his inner circle providing them with safety under a sprawling two-floor complex 50 feet beneath the garden of Berlin's Reich Chancellery amid a cluster of administrative buildings known as the Citadel. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you hear the word Citadel, it always makes you think of good things, not authoritarian hideouts. So Hitler and most of his compatriots would remain in this bunker for 105 days before old uh, Schittler's demise. That could be a reality show, I bet, if they had cameras. <laughs> Imagine that, Hitler ranting and raving, mentally declined from Parkinson's and stress and abuse of uh, <clears throat> amphetamines. Oof. Oh, yeah. Well, be... They said he was on over 60 different medications. Um, he was on a heavy dose of fucking meth. Oh, yeah. And it, I think the Nazis did that trucker meth too, like the, <laughs> the anhydrous shit. I think that's the. No, I think anhydrous is the trucker meth. I'm not a meth 
I'm not a meth meth spurt. Meth spurt. Meth spurt. Meth spurt. I think Anne Hydras is an actress. What's she in? Uh, <laughs> Anne Hydras. I fucking hate. What the fuck, Burton? What? I'm gonna. Okay, so back to Hitler's health in his final days. Um, uh, with only a select few allowed around Hitler once he tucked his tail and, and hid in his hole in Berlin, it's. It is surprising that there is any information regarding his last days at all. Um, Jackson wanted me to tell you guys a joke. Where do fish keep their money? In the riverbank. Yeah. God. <laughs> God <damn> it, Jackson. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Lucky for Hitler, a nurse named Erna Flegel was there to witness the downfall of hypospadia dick nurse erna was in the fucking booker bunker during the last <laughs> during the last days <laughs> the fucking bunker <laughs> in 2005 she came out damn so she was in the bunker until 2005 <laughs> no <laughs> god damn it she's been down there this whole time we just <laughs> he's fucking he, he's dead and rotten i cannot do it is the war still happening? Did we win the war? Did we win the war? I've been living on puddle water and prayers. <laughs> and rats. And this one they dry this one dry dead rat I hammered into a schnitzel. <laughs> His name was Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas the uh, I, uh. So she she come out, you know, after the Hitler death, but in two thousand and five <laughs> the nurse came out and did an interview with NBC News about Hitler's last days. Up until this point when she came out in 2005, nobody knew she was involved with uh, Hitler. And so, like, it was sort of a surprise to everybody. Like, involved? I don't know. Mm. He was too busy, crazy, out of his mind, That's fucking true. other it's people. It's hard, but... hard to get it up when you're messed out. Trucker meth. Mm. Erna told the interviewer, that over the course of several months, Hitler had significantly aged. Erna states, She had lots of gray hair and gave a depression of a man at least 15 to 20 years older. And in the last days, Hitler sank into himself. He's been stuck in the bunker <laughs> with all the books. Okay. He, he shook a great deal, was walking difficult for him. His right side was a very much weakened as a result of the attempted on his life. I'm going Italian there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're allies. <laughs> so. Oh, what? So he got attempted on his life in 44? Mm -hmm. 1944, yep. Did you just say pick up sticks? No. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> nope. So Hitler was uh, physically and mentally weakened by his Parkinson's. He began to feel the arms of the Soviets closing in on him like a big early hug. And it became a big stinky vodka yeah, hug. Yeah, a big old stinky potato hug. Mm. <clears throat> Ooh. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Yeah, but not a good potato. A oh. communist potato. <clears throat> Uh, so, um, 
and such, he became increasingly paranoid and, quote-unquote, scatterbrained. That'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. He <clears throat> smells the potatoes coming. Scattered them. <clears throat> in, in April of 1945, Russia was closing down on Berlin. They were cutting off most methods of communication for the Third Reich. Heinrich Himmler had attempted to negotiate, but he had failed. Hitler saw this as a betrayal by his most loyal of officers. Prior to the surrendering attempt, Heimler gave Hitler ampules of cyanide that he had baked up in his little uh, home easy-bake oven. So, I was hoping you guys would... I just imagine Himmler in there, ooh, yeah. Gotta... Yeah, he making the cyanide brownies. A little bit of sugar, a little bit of Potatoes. I of Jew. I of Jew. <laughs> PP of Jew. Hitler semen. Ooh, I'll, I'll snort this off to the side. I say too, uh, Burton can like Burton channeling his best Ken Burns there. Yeah, uh, and I, I was like, ooh, that was man, actually that was you know sexy. narrator. Oh, I know. So in the next few sections. Uh, a lot of this information that we have in here, um, I gathered from declassified MI5 documents, which these sources will be listed on our website under the source page. What is MI5? Is that Mission Impossible 5? <laughs> yeah, oh, no. yeah. It's a... Uh, is Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise in that one? Yeah. It's British, uh, like, uh, Secret Service. Yeah, there are no MI4. I think they do have, like, different levels. I think there's an MI6. Like, different government... I think MI6, well, I don't know. I think, wasn't that in J, uh, the James Bond? Wasn't he an MI6 agent? I think uh, he's MI5. I don't know. That was Will Smith. Uh, I don't care. Hold on. Okay. You may be right. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And I love James Bond, too, and I've watched, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not enough. <clears throat> so, on, uh, uh, so on April 20th, 1945, Hitler celebrated his birthday with some big fat doobage, <laughs> a little big cake full of the devil's lettuce, and began to resign himself to the inevitable munchies and him losing the war. Uh, Hitler's, <laughs> <You idiot. laughs> Hitler's private pilot, Hans Bauer, tried to get him to leave Berlin, but Hitler ultimately declined. Uh, Albert Speer, a close friend of Hitler's, also attempted to talk Don Führer into escaping, but he again declined and told Spears, I shall not fight personally. He also said, There is also the danger that I would just be wounded and I fall into the hands of the Russians alive. I don't want my enemies to disgrace the Barbate, neither. I've given thy orders that I be cremated. Fraulenvran wants thy to deport this life with me. Something like that. I want to state, again, that there are several sources with many different times for the following events during the last two days. So if what we're saying isn't correct, 
Sorry, I apologize. Um, I sort of just had to pick which one. If you don't like it, go fuck yourselves. Like I said, most of the part was gleaned from the MI. I used most of what I got from the MI5 website. Yeah. But there was a book called The Last Days of Hitler that gave like a completely different timetable. Yeah, well, that's what you get for not going with the MI6. Yep. James Bond, uh, James Bond account. Naughty. <laughs> In the wee hours of April 28th and 29th, Hitler finished his final will and personal testament to one of his personal secretaries. Gertrude Trottle Jung. The following day, April 29th, was sort of a weird day. Um, so remember how I told you, or Burton or me, I can't remember, told you about um, oh Himmler giving Hitler like ampules of cyanide that he had baked up? Mm-hmm. So the day, the 29th, started off with Hitler ordering the SS doctors to try out the cyanide that Himmler gave him on both his and Ava's dogs. Uh, I think Hitler's dog's name was Blondie, and Ava's dog may have been uh, Blue Eyes or something like that. Yep, the Aryan duo. <laughs> so uh, he did that just because he didn't trust Himmler, because Himmler attempted to broker like some sort of, uh, <laughs> what's it called? So did he think that Himmler didn't give him something that was going to kill him? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So that's like he didn't trust Himmler because of that, and he grew increasingly paranoid. So, um, <laughs> okay, I just uh, what a mindset to be in. Or you're like, I don't think this guy really is going to kill me, <laughs> so I better kill my dogs. Well, and they said apparently it fucking worked quicker and shit. They gave it to both dogs, and they're like, nope. Santa's little helper died again. <laughs> Himmler's list. But he also, and this goes to talk about his paranoia um, at that time, he also ordered his staff to begin destroying his personal papers. With cyanide? Yep, yep. Just, just pour cyanide on all these papers. <laughs> uh, oh. That's what's meant for us! No, no, it works a lot better on these uh, data sheets yeah. here. We're soaking all your papers man so when you roll some all your tps documents dubs, i got no papers when you roll your dubs on your birthday dubs cyanide dubs yeah oh man cyan dubs that'll get you so high death mm. it's the ultimate high yeah. ss cyanide dubs <laughs> secret squirrel secret squirrel dubs <laughs> fucking idiot i don't know i don't know <laughs> Uh, Super on, smoke. Give me on a tangent. <clears throat> so uh, a while later, both of Hitler's personal secretaries were called together outside of the map room, which I assume is where they kept the maps. It's like a Google room. It's like a big Google inside of yeah, Google. Google Map, Google Earth, mm-hmm. Google A. Um, from this room of maps is where Hitler. And Eva Braun emerged along with the Gorbels family and Martin Bormann. No, you read it wrong. It's the Googles. The Googles. <laughs> oh, man. The Goebbels. Yeah, Joseph, Goog- Joseph Google, Google, who was one of the most horrendous figures of the 
Nazi party and the reason we have search engines. I hope so. So anyway, they all emerge from this couple's retreat in their map room. And uh, there, Ava and Hitler got married. Yeah, it's a beautiful ceremony. They threw a bouquet of cyanide uh, ampules. And uh, one of them caught it. And that's the next person that's going to chomp down on the cyanide pill. Now, once out of the room, though, Ava turned to Hitler's personal secretary, Gerda Christian, and pointed to the wedding ring on her finger. The room showered Ava, the whole room showered Ava with congratulations. I think it's going to be a long-lived marriage. (laughs) So, you know, a wedding is an exciting thing, happiness and love, but this wasn't quite... This wasn't quite that. It was definitely more somber of an event for some reason. And the party that followed was also somber as fuck. Christian referring to the atmosphere of being that of gloom and despondency. Yeah. What a way to kick off a marriage. Well, wait till you hear what happens next. So, According to Christian, Hitler talked about the past and happier times. However, he admitted that he knew the war was lost. He admitted to that her and Bormann and a bunch of others. Hitler also, now this is the, the, the downer. Hitler also turned, told Goebbels and Bormann that he would never allow himself to be taken prisoner by the Russians, but intended to shoot himself. Hitler asked both Goebbels and Bormann to burn his body to prevent his dead corpse from being paraded around by the Soviets. So, you know, with this, no joke, I pictured in my head as I was reading this, you know, some sort of offshoot to weekend at Bernie's. I was Bernie's. just going to say, they're going to weekend at Bernie's Hitler. <laughs> weekend at Bernie's 3, <laughs> Uncle Adolf's fun bash. Uncle Adolf goes to Argentina. Oh, man. You know. Let's put some sunglasses on him, on, on that Fuhrer, and no one would know the difference. They're playing the soothing sounds of the Caribbean, you know, in the background. He's... Walking around, you know, doing the burning yeah, steel, steel drums, and oh. <laughs> that's a summer comedy if I ever heard of one. <laughs> Hitler later confined. Hitler later confided to Hyungji that the wedding had been an emotional experience, but that for him, death would only mean a personal redemption of his many worries and what have been what had been a very difficult Hitler life. Imagine the blowhole of your penis on the bottom side. Yeah, you're not starting out very good there. Remember being or like imagine being famous for that mustache. Imagine taking that like that's what yeah. that's what Hitler's really famous for is his mustache. Taking that away from Charlie Chaplin. Imagine if you're Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You're done. Maybe with he's it. Hitler. Oh. Really took the industry away from the Charlie Chaplin impersonator. That's true. What are you <laughs> doing? The timeline of Charlie Chaplin and Hitler. <laughs> what? The timeline of Charlie Chaplin and Hitler. <laughs> You're so hmm. stupid. They are clearly different people. I've never seen Charlie Chaplin and Hitler in the same room. If you're, if that's what you're getting <laughs> at here. But uh, Let's see here. 
you know. Both were born in April of 1889. They were born the same fucking year. Oh my god. Holy fuck. Thank you, Burton. I'm reading it right here from the Googles. I mean, the guy I know, but out of how many people on this planet, you know, of course there's going to be people born in the same month. Yes, but both of them sporting the same stylish little mustache. Yeah, I think that was sort of that was a, a hip thing back in the day, though. Yeah, I and they it. both are so similar in personality. Uh, Look, there's <laughs> literally pictures of Charlie Chaplin pretending to be Hitler. I think Charlie Chaplin may have been Jewish. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So, and Charlie was born four days before Hitler. Come on, let's be real here. Dude, they're the same person. <laughs> For sure. I love that. The idea that Charlie Chaplin went on to, uh, Hitler went on to just impersonate Charlie Chaplin or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck. It's a good out. Mm. I don't think we talked about this one. We're going to talk about this one later on the episode with the many possibilities where Hitler went. Maybe he killed Charlie Chaplin and assumed his identity. Happened. Just like Tupac. Is somebody fucking a plastic pumpkin in your house, Burton? No, there's dinosaurs walking above me. Okay, I was like, Jesus. Are the dinosaurs walking on pumpkins getting fucked? Okay. By the morning of April 30th, Rusky forces had reached the nearby Potsdamer Plaza, and the sounds of the battle were all around. One version of on record suggests that Eva was overheard crying. I would rather die here. I do not want to escape. Hitler and his staff found out by noon that Benito Mussolini and his mistress were captured and killed by a mob near a small gas station in a small Italian village. They're just trying to get a fucking Swifty. They're just trying to grow and grab some tornadoes (laughs) off the roller grill. Big gulps, eh? Yeah, big gulps, huh? (laughs) Oh, shit, it's Mussolini. You bastard. (laughs) I just want some spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti tornado. Ooh, imagine that. Imagine that spaghetti Ooh, thing. wrapped in a garlic oh bread crust and rolled on a dog roller for like 10 hours. Dude, you dip it in some warm marinara. Oh, God, I just ran my foot over with my chair. Ooh, or some garlic butter. Get a cotton. I just caned. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, cotton. <laughs> Uh, so this is where Hitler kind of found out for sure that the only way out was suicide and then the burning of his and Ava's remains. The classic girl meets boy tale. Girl meets boy. Boy commits mass genocide. Girl and boy get married in a secret bunker and ultimately kill themselves and have their bodies burned. <laughs> A tale as old it's as beautiful. time. <laughs> That's a Disney movie. It brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> so that day, they ate lunch with Ava and his associates and then assembled the whole complex's staff and began to thank them and tell them things like he appreciated about them, you know, and things he really liked, you know, really saying his last goodbyes. What do you think they ate at their last supper? 
Man, we got these dead. Do- we got these dogs that have been sitting in here for like a week that we've killed with cyanide. I say long pork. Oh. Do you think he told one of his disciples that they would betray him before it was done? Disciples? He's not <laughs> this fucking. This is the Last Supper. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last lunch. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's the GoBots equivalent. Uh-huh. He's like Junta Zuvels, Zuvel. <laughs> Turn me into the Russians. I don't know if we should be going down the down the path or your 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 uh, analog. <laughs> Hitler was in the troll chat, but her Jesus. That's the only two. You're, you're analoging Hitler and Jesus. No. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, fuck. The Jewish League's going to have our fucking hides. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that may be pissed off about this statement, personally. <laughs> fucking Mossad's going to go oh, after Bert. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> the line. So Hitler died on the cross so that all of our sins <laughs> would be forgiven. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, not offensive. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that made me squeamish. <laughs> Up to the last hours, Hans Bauer continued pleading with Hitler to leave. Bauer offered him a trip to the Baltic coast. Perhaps Greenland, Manchuria, Argentina, or even Japan. Hitler (laughs) refused each time, basically accepting the fate of going down with this ship. Yeah, Hitler. I will go down with (laughs) this ship. They're going down, down. Uh, earlier round. I was going to say, oh, yeah, Hitler. Hey, we got this great spot in Japan. Have you ever heard of Hiroshima? What about Nagasaki? You want to go there? I hear it's warm. There's a good. Here. There's a couple great places to go hang. I bet you we'll be safe there for a long time. We'll have your own little crater to hang out in. <laughs> so, I and just to be honest with you guys, I think him uh, killing himself was more of a move of cowardice. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew that if he did escape, there was a strong possibility he'd be caught and held accountable. Uh, or at, at worst, he was going to get Mussolini, you know, like hung out of a balcony by his feet. They wouldn't have done that because Stalin, in which we'll get into that here in a little bit, Stalin wanted Hitler alive. That was like, he offered like medals and a fuck ton of money for whoever brought him Hitler alive. And so instead of him facing up, you know, and just... He figured death was his only way out. Huh. And before he did that, before he took that plunge, he spoke with both of his secretaries. Jung recalled that she and Christian both asked Hitler for a poison capsule, having noted the rapid effects of the poison, having noted that the rapid effects that the poison had had on Hitler's dog. Hitler gave them one capsule each, saying, as he did, that he was sorry he had no better better parting gift and that he wished his generals had been as poised and as brave as they were. Eva embraced Jung, and in what seems to have been her last recorded words, she said, Take my fur coat as a memory 
I always liked well-dressed women. Then she said, It is finished. Goodbye. Wait, did she give them the coats, the people that were going to die too? Did she want them to die <sighs> yeah. in the fur coats? But they didn't take the pill, obviously. Oh, I they, guess, you know, yeah, they were they're, able to... they're alive, yeah. <clears throat> but, so Hitler took Ava back to the rooms for one last time. During that afternoon, I guess it was maybe a few... I don't know how long it was in between when she said that. During that afternoon, Hitler shot himself, and Ava took the poison capsule that he had given her. So now, after hearing all of this, uh, there's one question I have in mind, though. And it popped up instantly when I read this. I wonder if Hitler got one last fuck in. I hope so. Before he died. Like... After she took the capsule? No, no, oh. before. Like, they went back to the room, and then it took some time. So I wonder if she's like, show me that shaking motion you do oh, with yeah. your pee-pee. Give me the little... I mean, you know what? I mean, realistically, yeah. If that thing's quaking and shaking stuff, it probably feels pretty good. Give me popcorn pee-pee. Yeah. It's like you a... Know, Ava Braun was kind of hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dark hair. Uh, I... Well... Aside from... Except... Uh... Aside... What? I was gonna say, except for uh, accepting uh, and condoning the mass murder of well, millions. You know, these are red flags. Tis so, but the flesh wound in the story of our love. Someone bought her panties for four thousand six hundred and twenty feet twenty-five dollars. Apparently, well, the ones she wore when she was dying. <laughs> I don't know. CNN said someone bought Hitler's wife's knickers for for four thousand dollars. Sweet. I wonder if they smelled them too. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Hitler you gotcha. oh, I can smell the anti-Semitism on that Gucci. Oh. Or he, Hitler died first, and she's like, "I'm gonna get one in quick with a Juden." Uh, Who wants a dead mustache ride? <laughs> she's sitting up there riding him, thrusting his face. <laughs> oh yeah, shake for me in death, Hitler. Yeah, your yeah. body is so warm. Oh man, yeah. on the pussy. Get off on the death rattle. Yeah. Hey. Die for me, Hitler. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no. Die for my scenes, Hitler. Uh, no. uh, so it's your turn. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just keeps saying things that make me laugh. <sighs> <sighs> so once their bodies hit the floor at the behest of the Goebbels, both Ava and That's Hitler terrible. were carried up the stairs to a small small garden outside the door to the bunker complex and to the chancellery. One, nothing's wrong with me. Two, something's got to give. Three, something's got to give. Four, something's got to give. <laughs> Let the Hitlers hit the floor. Let the Hitlers hit the floor. <sighs> Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. That might be what that song's about. <clears throat> um... So yes, they're carried up to a small garden where several people observe Hitler and Ava's body carried away, wrapped in rugs. And drugs. Dude, that, that rug really tied the room together. <laughs> <laughs> he peed on my fucking rug. Who? Hitler. <laughs> Hitler peed on so, my rug. Dude. Were they going to smoke him? Well, listen on. So Hitler's driver... Um, another of those who was interrogated after um, helped carry Ava's body some of the way 
and noted that once they were placed on the ground besides Hitler, he told the interrogators that he noticed that she had been wearing a blue summer dress made of real silk and that her shoes had cork hill hills and that her hair was artificially blonde. So she dyed her hair that day, I think. Or it was another body. She wanted to die as the master race. <laughs> Moments later, the same witness saw a party including... <laughs> A party, including Goebbels and Bormann, gathered beside the bodies. Uh, it was quite a party. Mm. As one of them poured petrol from a can over the bodies, they then retired to the safety of a doorway with the sound of Russian artillery all around them. Bormann lit a petrol-soaked rag and threw it on the bodies, which immediately burst into flames. The group made the Hitlergruß, or the uh, Nazi salute, I didn't know that's what the name was Hitler called. Gluce. The Hitler Goose. Yeah, why not? And withdrew. And while bathing in the smell of cooking sausage and rug, both men whipped up some s'mores and decided to have a snack. <laughs> Ooh, a sausage makes me crave some marshmallows. Mm, a sausage. I don't know. One of the bunker guards arrived late on the scene. He described how he was greatly startled to see the two bodies burst into flames as if by spontaneous combustion. He had been able to, unable to see the Goebbels party. They were concealed in a doorway and only later was he told about the true circumstance. We've got, we've got marshmallows. He's Sounding wondering. a lot more like Jesus. The body just spontaneously combusted. Yeah, three days later he wasn't there. So <laughs> that's a true sacrifice. Please cook your s'mores over my smoldering the body. The pit is empty. Hitler is no longer here. <laughs> May your belly grow hungry of the smell of sausage. <laughs> that's I keep reading that like when humans burn, they smell like sausage. Jimmy oh, Dean. Yeah. Well, we 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 have a lot of similarities to pork. Well, that's why we're called Long, Long Pork. Pork yeah, 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 yeah. So, do you think we can sign a waiver saying that when I die, you guys can eat me? I don't know nope. if I want. I don't know if we want to. Yeah. I think my sausage would be really good. Well, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> the bodies were only partly destroyed by the fire and were later hastily buried in the shallow bomb crater. According to Russian reports, the bodies were exhumed by Soviet troops and taken to Magdeburg in East Germany, where Hitler's body was said to have been finally destroyed in April of 1970 by the KGB. Two fragments of the body, a jawbone and skull, were preserved. They were displayed in exhibition at Russian Federal Archives in Moscow in April of 2000. Yep, that's Hitler's skull and jawbone. You can tell by the mustache on it. There's hair growing out of the bone. I mean, there's a reason why he did it. So Gorbel's Borman Bauer, uh, who was Hitler's pirate, pilot, pirate, <laughs> it was Hitler. Is <laughs> the official Arr, Hitler? He's the official Nazi. They're like, I think you're confusing uh, genres here. They're Hitler's pirate. Arr. Seek our yes. Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's that was not intended, but that was beautiful. That was that was good. So the Hitler, Hitler's pirate and Garvels and Bormann stayed up to, 
stayed up to the last minute. All three were there when they burned his body. After the Hitler roast <laughs> on Comedy Central, <laughs> Bauer left for the airstrip that had his plane. Bauer discovered the airstrip was riddled with potholes and small craters from Soviet, Soviet artillery. By that time, the roads of Berlin were crawling with Soviet soldiers. The Soviets captured Bauer, shooting him in both legs. <laughs> That's... Uh, I thought that was pretty awesome, yeah. actually. Yeah. They shot him in the wiener. Oh, I heard about something today called the Egyptian sunglasses. Or, sorry, Egyptian uh, goggles. You heard about this? I think I it's where you put your balls on a chick's eyes and then your wiener drapes down over her face. Have we done this before? I I could never do it. If I had an erection and I shoved it down, I guess it could work. <laughs> Prior to Hitler dying, he was telling everyone that he was going to kill himself, saying bye to officials during the last three days. So everyone within the Nazi ranks knew their time was short. Imagine being Google or Borman. Two men who had devoted their life to Hitler and the secret squirrels. <laughs> now imagine being these two fucks and knowing that you were in for one hard cock rough ride. Seriously, though, imagine being those two. Like, you've been the cock of the walk the last several years. You thought, you know, this machine wasn't going to, nothing was going to be able to stop you. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, perpetual motion. And then you see old crusty Dick commit suicide. And now you're like, oh, oh fuck. Fox, what this the is going to happen? This is not a good sign. The fewer <laughs> is the pussy. <laughs> May 1st, Goebbels, uh, who I forgot to mention, he was the chief propagandist of the SS. Um, and his wife, Magda, <laughs> prepared for their inevitable death in a horrible way. Joseph and Magda had their six children injected with morphine by an SS dentist. (laughs) And then while they're unconscious, they stuck an ampule in in their mouth and crushed it. An ampule of cyanide. Killing them while they were asleep. So killing them is bad, but the way they did it, I was like, man, that's... That's a nice way to do it, but they... Yeah. All they could find was the dentist? (laughs) It's fucked up. Did you get your cleaning? Did they have everybody, like... Yeah, he probably did, I guess. Nazi dentists, probably a Nazi like podiatrist yep. to check out like Hitler's butthole. Wait. Do you think the Soviets would have killed the kids? No. No. They wouldn't have. Podiatry is a feet feet guy. I'm thinking of something else. So I don't know if them killing the kids was an app was an act of like like trying to spare them what would happen. Because if they were if they would have remained alive, holy Oh, fuck. you're Gorbel's kids? Just think of the Yeah. Just think of the all the money. Yeah, just think of like the money they gotten from Google. I know they missed out. Having fucking a German CPS or not German, but Russian CPS come and take them. <laughs> Your parents were unfit. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I don't know. That's pretty. That was fucking. I or if it was just you know they couldn't have their kids, so they didn't want anybody else to have their kids. Oh, that's fair. I don't know what mentality it was. Ah, proctologist is what I was thinking of. You know, start of the P, though. Got the Nazi proctologist. Anyway, so after doing this, though, right, both of these twisted little fuckers 
walked out to the garden of the chancellery, both taking a cyanide ampule and took a swig of it. And afterwards, their bodies were taken to the same area as Hitler and burned. Which, let me tell you, apparently whoever burned their bodies did a really fucking horrible job and not even like half well, of no, them. no, they're not the Fuhrer. They're not going to put their full effort behind it. So you had like Goebbels who were like, they won't be able to tell who I am, but you could see his face. And then his wife was like, <laughs> so. So on May 2nd, Martin Bormann attempted to escape Berlin so he wouldn't be tortured at the hands of the Soviets. And it's believed that he committed suicide at the Lettler Bridge, still in Berlin. So the dude didn't even get out of the fucking the center of Berlin. I think that's like their central station. I'm sure it was probably tough to get out of there with <clears throat> Russians all around you. So whether or not Hitler actually escaped, it's uh, highly debated. But it is widely accepted that it is possible he could have escaped using the rat lines that we talked about last episode. Oh, the rotten lines. Linens. Yeah. So, like we stated, uh, is Argentina, you know, willing to host some of the sickest fucks to ever walk the earth? There were lots of German businesses that moved along with a very, a lot of uh, purchases of land by German individuals in Argentina. So, we're going to start off by asking, question, how did the rumor of Hitler escaping begin? Probably some woman. (laughs) Some like stay-at-home mom was on Facebook. Just started started sharing it. I could see that. (laughs) Yep. Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg back then. Uh, This would be TikTok, probably. It's more TikTok fodder, I think, than Facebook. Let me do this dance. Did you know Hitler escaped? You know, back in the day, people think Hitler killed themselves. But really... Let me show you my titties. Yeah, my titties popped out. Uh, Oops, that was an accident. Not. Huh. And then people react to the video. And they do. So Man, we love they, this Hitler. They do the reaction dance. videos. They're like, yeah, well, I don't really think Hitler did that, but here's my titty too. And, you know. <laughs> and then you react to the reaction of the reaction video. My God, it's like a fucking Russian nesting doll of TikTok videos. Idi- they all have their titties out, though. It's idiocracy. <laughs> well, that is true. That's what the plants crave. It's <laughs> electrolytes. That's what they need. Um, I was just curious how cyanide kills you because I never actually looked into that. Mm, I think it eats your butt out from the inside and out. It said those who attempt suicide by using cyanide pills or capsules may believe it's a quick and painless death. However, oh, no. cyanide burns the stomach and prevents the body from using oxygen, causing a painful death. Yeah, no, it's not a painless death. It's terrible, problem. <laughs> yep, that's why they gave their kids it. They well, were sleeping. Fucking high as shit. Ride that dragon to the cyanide. I also didn't know that it was used to fucking develop pictures, so. Oh. Yeah, that's how I get my cyanide. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Kodak, cyanide. <laughs> cyanide by Kodak. Cyanide, or Kodak. We killed Hitler. <laughs> what a Kodak moment. <laughs> cyanide. That should be a Kodak. <laughs> that should be cyanide. We killed the Nazis. There should be a bunch of Nazis laying dead, and just that's a Kodak moment. (laughs) (laughs) They really missed out on a good marketing plan right there. Goodness gracious. So, so how did the rumors of Hitler escape begin, right? 
The first answer is the Soviets. Now, I know they are the typical boogeymen of most 1980 and 1990 and 2000-ish, hmm. whatever. And 22. And 20, whatever. Back to the modern. We, we come full circle here with the, with the Russians. But, but in this case, there's strong evidence or at least strong motive for those red fuckers to start such a river. We'll, we'll touch on Stalin and their motives in a few, but first... Probably the biggest reason why so many people have had trouble accepting the official version of Hitler's demise is that it started out as a bold-faced lie. At 10.20 p.m. on the day after Hitler's suicide, a German admiral addressed the country by radio. He announced somberly that Hitler had died a few hours earlier, fighting at the head of his troops. This was recounted in the book, The Death of Hitler, whose authors noted that it is it was believed by much of the world. Uh, a doctor even testified in a de- deposition that he tried to save the wounded leader. Quote, A shell fragment had pierced the uniform, went through his chest, and entered the lungs on both sides. He told the court, it was no use to do anything, he said. Again, you know, like I, this dude said this in fucking court. Um, Nuremberg? I don't know if it was... Yeah, I think maybe it was Nuremberg. <clears throat> I mean... So, apparently the magic bullet theory didn't start with JFK. <laughs> <laughs> now back to the Soviets. Well, of course the Soviets had a big hand to play in the perpetuation of the conspiracy theory that Hitler survived. Because initially they there were several reports made from several different news outlets that each listed Hitler dying in different ways. So initially it was the lack of a consistent cause of death that kind of fueled rumor. Now I'm not sure if the Soviets distributed different stories or how everyone got really really how everyone got a different uh, story on on how Hitler had died, but in all honesty, it was probably there were probably a few. Now, the Soviets are up, and any government, every government, is completely above board and never lies ever. Mm-mm. They are truth tellers. Rune through. Truth. I would bet my left dick that it was the Soviets, you know, just trying to muck up the water, you know, doing Soviet stuff that they're so well known for uh, initially. But we also have a statement made by someone within the Soviet ranks saying, quote, we don't have enough evidence to declare him dead. The Soviets always seem to be in the best possible situation for the dissemination of this rumor. They always knew when to say it and where to say it, you know, so it helps spread like a bad case of herpes. (laughs) To reinforce this thought, precisely one month, After the conclusion of WW2, a Soviet official, we'll call him Borov Vasakovich, told Harry Hopkins, what a great name, a close friend of Franklin Delaware Roosevelt, that Hitler was still alive. Franklin Delaware? Yeah, close enough. Not Delanor? It works. 
Yeah. Delaware, Delanor, same thing. Crossing the Delanor. Mm. The Delanor River. Also, Soviet Field Marshal Gregory Zolkov stated that Hitler's body had not actually been found and that he may have escaped. Allied like news. Osama bin Laden. Like, yeah, into the mountains of Afghanistan. <laughs> Allied newspapers ran with the story and printed that Hitler was, in fact, still alive. They've seen him in a casino in Vegas. <laughs> with, with Elvis. Wait. Elvis uh, might have been a... Same timeline. Elvis could be Hitler. <laughs> so the spreading of Hitler still being alive <laughs> helped out the Soviets Sorry. on a few fronts. The spreading of Hitler. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so... Um, many think that Soviets kept the story going to undermine Stalin's fascist enemies at the time because all mortal enemies, fascism, communism, both authoritarians, but are on opposite ends of the Cats spectrum. and dogs living together. It is true. He has no dick. <laughs> this man has no dick. <laughs> so, also, much like Hitler, Stalin had grown increasingly paranoid throughout the course of World War II. He was suspicious of the U.S. turning against Russia, <laughs> so he kept the U.S. busy looking for a small side distraction. But what people don't know is Patton, at the end of the war, basically, I'm paraphrasing, said, we don't need to stop here. We need to continue marching up to Moscow and take care of them, finish the Russians. Yeah, these guys may have helped us win this war in Europe, but fuck them. I don't know if the Russians helped him or the climate as much. Uh, I mean, I think the Russians had the 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 fact that they had so many bodies. They oh could well, just no, that's that's Russian warfare. They just you just throw bodies yeah. at it, but still, they did. Regardless, they kind of helped beat the uh, Germans back in the Eastern Front. I just I'm curious how much of it was weather related because. Siberian. Oh, and, like, well, Russian no, they winters. tried to march on in, you know, yeah, they tried to march through Siberian winter. There's not a lot of people that are going. Unless you're Russian. <laughs> you're not, you're not even, up to par Even Mother with Russia, that. the yeah. country fought back, you know? Yeah, you got to move really fast or you'll freeze. So unless you're <laughs> Russian, you're going to get cold. <laughs> um, yeah. And also a little side note. <laughs> Did you catch that? Did you not catch that? They're Russian. No. You got to be Russian. I hate you. Why the fuck? <laughs> can't dilly dally <laughs> oh man so also a side note uh Patton also stated that he felt quote hitler got away the fbi so the soviets got it started and then we did what mr stalin wanted us to we bit hook line and the fbi thought it was a possibility that hitler he could have escaped argentina I mean, there were so many reports of Hitler sightings, just like Bigfoot sightings, in the authoritarian lands of Chile, Spain, and Argentina. Little did we know it was just Charlie Chaplin sightings and uh, Charlie Chaplin impersonators. And then Charlie Chaplin's Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this big hairy man with a little mustache. <laughs> he shaved everything he but his mustache. Naked up to the mustache. <laughs> So, so the report that originated in 1945 was found at fbivault.com. Check it for yourself. In 2005. It tells the story of a man who aided 
six top Argentinian officials in landing Hitler onto Argentine soil via a submarine and hid him in the foothills foothills of the Andes Mountains. Another report from the FBI archives is one that involved a reporter from Los Angeles Examiner. The reporter told the FBI that he had a friend named Jack. Off. For our purpose, we gave him the last name, you know, very Germanic in nature, Meehoff. <laughs> so in July of 1945, the reporter's friend Jack Meehoff <laughs> went with an individual from the Argentine government who wanted to relay a story. But only if he could be guaranteed he wouldn't be sent back to Argentine. <laughs> the informant claimed to be one of four men who met Hitler on an, on the Argentine shore about two weeks after the fall of Berlin in 1945. Hitler supposedly came ashore with 50 or so others and went into hiding in the towns of San Antonio, Vidimia, Nyquil, <laughs> Mooster. Carmania and Rassen. It just sounds like someone with an accent trying to say American <laughs> towns and people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was staying with some German families in these towns. The informant claimed to remember all six officials and the three other men with him on the shore the night the German fugitive arrived, suffering from asthma and ulcers. What a horrible combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not to be confused with TJ's asthma and herpes. I don't have herpes. I don't know why I had to clarify that. (laughs) Hitler realized that he was a very recognizable man. So in order to hide his identity, he shaved his signature mustache. But doing so also revealed (laughs) a distinct (laughs) butt. On his upper lip. (laughs) The memo went on to state where Hitler was living and who was financing his stay. The agent in charge of the investigation believed both Hitler and Braun survived the fall of Berlin with their butt faces. This guy had a did have a tough life. I mean, not only did he have a weird penis, but he had a butt lip. Mm. It's hard out here. There are many more facts. (laughs) <laughs> regarding Hitler's death that we're not going to go over. Um, we primarily did this episode so we could talk about old Needle Dick escaping. So, needle Dick! In true Lunch Boys in true Lunch Pill Boys fashion we're going to talk about the conspiracies involving Hitler's escape. Let me tell you, there are some fucking doozies in this. Oh yeah, there's some, there's some doozies. Starting off with number one. Hitler is in San Diego, which of course in German <laughs> means a whale's vagina. I think mm. Ron Burgundy was trying to tell us something in that movie. There's a military building that was recently built in San Diego that was in the shape of a swastika. People believe that Hitler was either staying in San Diego and the building was built in memorandum of him, or he may have actually been living up in there. No fucking joke. People actually believed like there were two parts to this. And I did digging on like multiple forums and discussion boards. The military accidentally built this building to look like a swastika. So like they didn't mean to, but they did. Yep. And 
people took that as a sign that, hey, Hitler could be living. And this was back like a few years ago, maybe like five, ten years ago, which would put him at like 110, 120. That's fair. That's a fair old age for a very health, unhealthy man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Or he lived there and they built this sort of like the in memory of him. Pretty fucking stupid. So there were people who thought just because he was living in San Diego that somehow that caused the U.S. Uh, military to build a building the shape of a swastika unintentionally yep. because he was living near? No, they, they think they did oh, that yeah, okay. intentionally. It sounded like maybe it was just like anywhere Hitler's near, swastikas appear uh, just out of nowhere. <laughs> like, I don't know why I've made this building this way. I don't know. I... Oh, it's because Hitler's living next door. <laughs> oh, look at this beautiful Fasta cop. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, to live that age over 100 years old for a man with ulcers and asthma and Parkinson's <laughs> and cyanide. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to number two on our list of great escape theories. Joseph Mangala created a clone of Hitler. So this one isn't exactly pulled out of thin air like some of the other theories. This one is based off of a book from 1976, which is titled The Boys from Brazil. It is a spy novel where Joseph Mengele creates 95 Hitler clones. 95. Good number. Yeah. Uh, in 1978, a movie was adapted starring Gregory Peck. And this theory falls in the same lines as our next theory of Hitlerscaping to the moon. The technology needed wasn't available back then. So this old fuck dude was experimenting on twins to see if there was any biological psionic connection. What I find weird is that they think that there is a technology to clone people then. But yet Mangala was the head of, you know, like experimenting on twins. So if he didn't know that there wasn't like a psionic connection between twins, but he was able to clone, you know, it's sort of a a dead giveaway that maybe he couldn't clone. Yeah. But people believe that. I found several groups that believe that shit. Imagine, no joke. Imagine ninety-five Hitler clones just running around, running around without anything to do, no. so they become Charlie Chaplin like lookalikes. Or they become like a construction crew. Oh, so it's, we build, yeah. oh, it's San Diego. We build this nice building. Made of the finest In the shape of Don Fierro's Fastica. And they wonder why. Uh, we didn't think a fucking crew full of Hitlers were going to build a swastika building, but they did. So, number three. Hitler escaped to the base on the moon. The Nazi base on the moon. This is my favorite. Much like the last one, it's a fun theory to toss around, but in all reality, it wouldn't even be fucking possible. For fuck's sakes, Germany lost the air superiority over Europe in December of 1944. But, you know, somehow they were able to fucking fly to the moon. So, you know, just to dig into this theory a tad bit more, just because I think this is the mo one of the more interesting ones. This theory is courtesy of a, a vjenterprises.com slash moonger.html with a web address like that so far so good yep that's a that's legitimate vagina enterprise yep vagina enterprise <laughs> vajayjay so initially 
Let's start with the conspiracy that the Nazis had a moon base. Did I lose you guys yet? <laughs> no. So, so Vladimir Terzisky, president of the American Academy of Dissident Science, states the Germans landed on the moon as early as 1942, utilizing their larger exo-atmospheric rocket saucers of the Meath and Shriver type. With the rocket saucer. He also goes on to state that as soon as they landed on the moon, like they started boring in to you know, try to get minerals, and uh, they continue to do this, actually, to the current day. So there's still Nazis up there boring into the moon? Yeah. Borman into the moon. Uh, <laughs> so this fucking idiot also states, quote, in my extensive research of dissident American theories about physical conditions on the moon, I have proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is an atmosphere, water, and vegetation on the moon, and that man does not need a spacesuit to walk on the moon. A pair of jeans, a pullover, <laughs> sneakers are just enough. Just a light fall jacket. Everything NASA has told the world about the moon is a lie. And it is done to keep the ex exclusivity of the club from joining by third world countries. All of these physical conditions make it a lot easier to build a moon base. Makes sense. Yeah, the moon looks to be thriving with vegetation if you look at it. Look at all the green the greenery. Green as fuck. So yeah, this dumb fuck thinks the Nazis went to the moon, popped on one of the fucking flights that the Japanese, because the Japanese went up there with them, supposedly, oh, and they, yeah. I guess they had a big Nazi Japan moon orgy, oh, yeah. I guess. Sounds reasonable. Neil Armstrong walked on to the moon for the first time, and he said, it was one small step for man, and that's one giant fucking swastika on the moon. <laughs> Look at that apple tree. <laughs> that's not supposed to be up there. This is a lake? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That might be my favorite one, too, though, so far. <laughs> Hitler on the moon sounds like a great premise for... That's like, it's a movie. <laughs> but the next one is uh, in the same vein, sort of, of space. Hitler became allied with aliens at the South Pole and escaped there uh, when the war ended and is living in the hollow Earth. So oh, it ties in a bunch of fun stuff like aliens and hollow earth and Hitler still being alive. Mm -hmm. So you remember the two part series, the war for Antarctica we did. That was like, that was way back when the episode four and five. Yep. Was that really that far back? Jesus. Yeah. So we talked about this theory to the cert to a certain extent. When Hitler escaped from Berlin, the U boat took him to Antarctica where a base was built in the thirties and the forties. And this, instead of going to Argentina, in any case, the story goes, Hitler's presence in Antarctica explains secretive British and U.S. military missions to the continent in the aftermath of World War II, culminating in a nuclear attack on the Nazi ice base of Hoth in the 1950s, <laughs> where Chewbacca was put down with cyanide ah! and then eaten like schnitzel. Uh, so, but yeah, if, if you remember those episodes, if you remember we talked about, or you know of this uh, subject on your own, the aliens and the Nazis shared a joint base on the Antarctican continent. And also, before we move on, they also said, so Hitler may have lived in Hollow Earth for a while, but then he hopped on like an alien <laughs> UFO and went around the solar system. 
Like some galactic kegger party on wheels? I find it hard to believe that Hitler couldn't, you know, was so against, like, the Jews, but he's, like, perfectly cool with, like, these aliens. <laughs> you, you are great. Gray. You are not the Aryan race. He hated black people. I don't know why he would like gray but people. Aren't there either. aliens called like the Aryans? <laughs> aren't there like some like tall like blonde oh, Nordics? The Nordics? Yeah, they're tall blonde. Maybe that was who he's hanging out with. Yeah, Mike, oh, my savior. Is, yes, this is my kind of crew. Let's go. Let's go to Saturn. Hmm. Let's put a swastika on that motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> so, other than Hitler being an intergalactic Nazi. Uh, <laughs> 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 number five is that Hitler went underground based on the fact that Hitler was hiding in his Berlin bunker during the last allied bombings. The only possible way to escape would have been to go under the ground. Surrendering was of course not an option for Hitler and people believe he couldn't have committed suicide. It is said that he went through an underground tunnel, reached an airstrip, took an unmarked plane and flew to the South Pole. This theory goes on to say that from there he entered the hollow earth once again. It went viral because of the fact that Hitler's advisors and possibly Hitler himself believed that the earth was hollow. So last episode when you said that the 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 Nazis traveled under the ground. That's why I laughed so hard when you said that because I was like, "Ah, I wonder if he knows of this this theory, or if he's just pulling that out of his ass. Mm-mm. Just out of my ass. Number six is a Mr. Adolf Schudelmeyer of Argentina. A declassified CIA document dated October 3rd, 1955 states that a self-proclaimed former German SS trooper named Philip Citrione knew and observed Hitler to still be alive. Citroen claims that he left Colombia for Argentina around, or that Hitler left Colombia for Argentina around 1955, January. Citroen also, with this statement to CIA, also included like a picture of himself with who they claim to be Hitler. The dude does look like like Hitler. Taking a selfie with him. Like, go on, Hitler, smile. (laughs) Give me the most. Hitler always had that grumpy face. Give me the grumpy cat face, Hitler, like you do. So, um, and on the back of the photo was written, written Adolf Schudelmeyer in the year 1954. He didn't even change his first name. Uh, yeah. Fucking yeah. lazy. So, the report also states that neither the contact who reported the conversations with Citroen nor the CIA station was in, quote, in a position to give an intelligent evaluation of the information. The station's chief superiors told him that, quote, enormous efforts could be expended on this matter with remote possibilities of establishing anything concrete. And since that, the investigation was dropped. So they're like, yes, it cost too much. And they didn't have enough proof. His name was Adolf. Yeah. Dead giveaway. Shuttlemeyer probably means like the shuttle mayor, which probably just like a reference <laughs> to him being shuttled out of Berlin. Yeah. It's right there. It's on the nose. Oh, God. <laughs> I guess that's one for the books. 
so our seventh and I think final theory is uh, one you may have heard. Hitler escaped to Argentina via U-boat. But now to spread a little whipped cream on the top of that, he had, he had help from prominent U.S. government officials. So um, the United States government helped old Christ Hitler. <laughs> My sins for to you. to Argentina. <laughs> and the uh, 2011 book, Grey Wolf, The Escape of Adolf Hitler by British authors Simon Dunstan and Gerard Wilhelms. And the 2014 docudrama by Wilhelms, based on it, suggested that a number of U-boats took certain Nazis and Nazi loot to Argentina. And like we said in the last episode, Juan Perón was the president of Argentina, and he had a bit of a chubby rocking for old Hitler. He was sporting about half-mass most of the time when you talk about Hitler to him. He also had a little chubby for the Nazi gold and wealth, which is, yeah, evident. I was going to say understandable, but I don't know if that's the right word I was looking for. Evident. So, Perón had been receiving money from the Nazis for some time. As reported claims received by the FBI stated, Hitler allegedly arrived in Argentina, first staying at Hacienda San Ramon, which is east of San Carlos de Barlos. He then moved to a Bavarian-style mansion in Analco, a remote and barely accessible spot in the northwest end of Nual Huape Lake, close to the Chilean border. Ava supposedly got tired of Hitler's shit and left him in 1954 and moved to Nequin with their daughter Ursula, or Ushi, while Hitler allegedly died in February 1962. The book passingly asserts that Borman gave the U.S. Office of Strategic Services, the OSS, stolen art and military secrets in exchange for Hitler's Mm -hmm. life. In reality, Ava just got tired of, you know, being forced to choke Hitler and calling him a bad Juden when they were doing, making love, (laughs) you know. Jesus would be so unashamed of you. <laughs> so Gerard Williams also stated that uh, we believe that a small but very influential group of American intelligence officials led by Alan Dulles and backed by a group of very wealthy American bankers and industrialists had been in contact with Martin Bormann and other senior Nazis before uh, from before the war and continued those contacts throughout World War II. WW2. Yep. It was this group who negotiated the escape of Hitler, Bormann, and finally 30,000 European fascists to the Latin American continents. Stupid. I don't know if it's stupid. Ugh. There's some corrupt motherfuckers, corrupt motherfuckers yeah, in positions of power. It's not... I... Like, they would get no power gain from that, though, in that situation. Sure they would. Nazi gold. Well, no, we got to keep all the Nazi scientists. I don't know. But we were going to get those regardless. You can't see Nazi gold, though. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Damn it, I just... I'm too bad. Reggie Williams believed that from 1944, this grouping saw the Nazis that you normally don't see as finished and believed the real threat was the Soviet Union. It would have been useful to have Hitler on hand to potentially lead Germany along with the Allies in conflict with the Soviets. This plan collapsed when the true horror of the Holocaust was revealed with almost 7 million people having been industrially murdered. They knew how many fucking... They knew how many Jews were being murdered. There were news articles about it during World War II about Hitler's atrocities. They could have been like, yeah, it might be just propaganda until they, you know, saw the ovens and the... Fuck. That's like the Iranian president. Oh, a few years ago. I can't remember his name. He was like, yep, it didn't happen. There was no Holocaust. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to deny it now, I mean, it's a stretch, but, you know. Back then, they could be like, yeah, I haven't seen no ovens. I haven't seen no trains. Yeah. So before we close this puppy out, I wanted to touch on the generally accepted facts. You know, we get the bad shit. I want to also give the good shit. So Stalin hated fucking Hitler, like I said. Um, Why did he keep fucking him? (laughs) I hate you. I mean, you you know. He was a real, he was a very lively. He's a cock He's fucking him, but that mustache, man. Oh, that was a Burton joke. But S- Stalin hated Hitler and wanted revenge for the Nazi betrayal that happened in 1941. You know, after uh, the Nazis signed like a peace treaty with Russia and Russia's like, fuck you, make <laughs> out. And then invaded Russia. So Stalin wanted Hitler alive. And my thoughts are, you know, probably so he could cut off uh, Hitler's uh, nipples, which I figured are probably tiny and like saucer shape and then either like put him on his eyes like he was sun tanning and oh look at me i'm sun tanning or he'd wear them around like tiny little Ooh. nipple hats you know like one on each side here let me just my hat but i think the fact that stalin hated hitler and wanted revenge after the backstabbing you know that gives soviet motive to perpetuate the lie that hitler escaped at the same time that Hitler and Ava were committing suicide. His valet, Heinz Ling, was walking around the bunker when he heard a bang. He recalled how he went into Hitler's private study and found Hitler and Braun were, in fact, dead. Ling stated he smelled the aroma of gunpowder and almonds. Can you guess what has the smell of almonds? Brains. Tiny pebbles. Ducks. Cyanide. Yep. It also didn't help that he's seen Hitler bleeding from his head from a bullet hole. <laughs> and the uh, amp- uh, An empty ampule next to Ava, so. All bad signs for, for the royal couple. The Nazis on site rolled up both Hitler and Braun into a rug making them the world's most bigoted and hated, hate-filled burrito. <laughs> and it's documented that they did that, you know, by uh, most people in the bunker. So, and to finish this off, like that massage parlor that uh, frequently finishes off Burton, oh. 
Hitler's teeth were found, and a dentist confirmed that the teeth matched Hitler's dental records. Mm, convenient. The dental records showed the dental bridges and bad gingivitis and, like, the specific places of his cavities. All these were confirmed ailments of Hitler, along with the bridges being the exact same place. And the person they got to confirm this was the SS dentist who worked ah, on Ah, yes, Hitler. the same one that uh, helped kill Gorbel's kids. I don't yeah, know you is, probably, yeah. How many dentists they got in the SS? At least three. <laughs> Four out of five <laughs> agree that these are Hitler's teeth. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody on the thir- in the Third Reich's, like, uh, has real bad gingivitis, and they're like, fuck, we've got all three of these dentists in the Führerbunker. <laughs> So, like I said, the SS dentist did confirm that these were Hitler's teeth. And then, only to add like more validity to this, in 2018, the European Journal of Internal Medicine released a study claiming that they had evidence that Hitler had taken cyanide and also had a hole in his skull, which was typical of like a bullet wound. <laughs> this... <laughs> Sorry. Like, uh, yes, the hole in the brain. <laughs> Dead giveaway, he shot himself. This isn't natural. <laughs> this hole in the top of his skull isn't a normal. He That's doesn't have a, a blowhole or anything like that. That's in his <laughs> penis. <laughs> so, the study also stated that there was a blue stain on Hitler's dentures, which would have been a chemical reaction between the dentures and cyanide. Um, French scientists confirmed that the teeth matched the dental records. So I'm thinking that he took cyanide, and then didn't like how it made him feel, so he just shot himself. He just probably wanted to make sure, because he, you know, he probably didn't trust Himmler still. <laughs> He's going to come fuck my body when I'm dead. He gave me the bad cyanide. It goes, it, go, it zooms out, and all of a sudden you see Himmler actually <laughs> fucking Hitler's mouth. Ew. I'm giving you the mustache ride. Shooting yourself was a good idea, but you just gave me another hole. Instead of reverse cowboy, it's reverse mustache ride. <laughs> so, there are many testimonies from individuals who were present when Hitler died, you know, such as Bauer, Jung, and other bunker staff. All these things you also can't called the bunker staffen. <laughs> so at the end of the day, uh, I, I believe my mind has changed with regards to Hitler escaping, and I think he legitimately died there. And with all the shit that happened to Soviets. So, like I said, at the end of the day, I feel that, you know, Hitler did die. Oh, he's dead or shit. I mean, he had dentures. Those teeth could have been... He could take those teeth anywhere and put them in anybody. You want a teeth? I get you a tooth with nail polish. What do you guys think? So, Bert, what do you think of, like, uh, this whole, like, do you think Hitler escaped with what we showed? Or do you think he died? I think he's a little bitch boy and he killed himself. Little cunt. We would have found him and yep, threw him in the ocean with Optimus Prime and Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> Did they th- throw Saddam Hussein's body down there after they hung him? Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. Like, it's the who's who, the evil. Yeah, Megatron. <laughs> Fucking mm-hmm. Saddam. Osama. The cold water keeps him in suspense. Threw it down there with the Titanic and those poor fuckers that, you know, died going down to the Titanic. So what do you think would be the most plausible theory, Burton, if like of his escaping? What conspiracy? Definitely he went 
<laughs> that is my favorite. Just because it's so fucking stupid. I I want to I want to believe that every time I look up at the moon. I mean, he's dead now because I mean, I, it's no, true. No, maybe not. He's been cloned like four, 43 times or something. 90, 95 times by uh, by Mangala. Uh, so one of his many clones could be living up there, having a happy life on the moon. That's why, I, I, well, you know, anytime I look at the moon now, that's what I think about. And somehow I see a swastika every time I look at the moon now, which is mm -hmm. unfortunate. But what if, like, the clones had the same issue as, like, in Metal Gear Solid, you know, the Solid <laughs> Snake and all his clones, they all died. It's quick. naked Hitler. <laughs> Hitler! <laughs> no! He's going to actually come back and... Go go back through time and fight the Nazis. Do 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 do. So Zul, what do you think? What what do you think Hitler escaped, or do you think he? I mean, I agree with Burton. I'd like the moon idea, but uh, I mean, if I got to think practical, uh, unless they're gonna like just shoot him on a missile just into the moon, I don't think they could do it. So he's probably in San Diego uh, or San Francisco. <laughs> That's why the homeless population is so fucking bad Could there be. now. He's just an old gay man living in San Francisco on the street. He's just out there with a bunch of his clones and looking like sucking dick. Yeah, and you're like, I can't believe it's not Hitler. Yep, I can't believe it's not Hitler. The Nazi alternative to I can't believe yeah. it's not butter. Yeah, he spreads so good and thin. <laughs> Jesus. He's so good at genocide. I can't believe it's not Hitler. <laughs> he's so good. He's, he's so good at trying to eradicate groups of people from the earth. Even when Burton's semi-dead, <laughs> he's still got it. Oh, tune in. In a few weeks, we're going to start with the our official fall kickoff of Midnight Snack. We'll be in Halloween month adjacent, which is September, which officially we can start talking about spoopy stuff. We are the only podcast that starts our October shit or like our fall shit September, or at least we're the only ones that really we treat we treat <laughs> Halloween like Christmas, like most people treat Christmas, where you know months in advance we'll start prepping and like rolling out the decor, oh, fuck yeah. like TJ's dad and stepmom. Hey, <laughs> back there, Bert. yeah. What's up? I don't know. I if you see guys it. Can see pumpkin that. guy. You're there. Uh, I think he was back to stroking himself when we we're talking about David Braun. So we got some good episodes coming up throughout the month of September and October. I will ask you to bear with us a tad bit because my working schedule is changing. So it's sort of going to have to. We may miss a week here, but then make it up the following week by doing two or three. And we're also going to be relieving, releasing several. I'm going to do like two or three interviews with separate people and release that as like a, uh, an inside the pill. We might be a little late to get to it, but we will still pump you with pump you full of the same amount, if not more lunch pail goodness. And we're not talking about Burton semen either. No, we're talking about something better. Yeah. Something sweeter. sweeter oh boy, goodness. Tastier. I, Sweet. Meat. How would you refer to semen? As, ooh, <laughs> nope. Ugh. Ugh. So, anyways, shameless plug time. Uh, please get on our uh, website, thelunchbellboys.com, and look at our merch store. You can either get to it there, or we'll have a link in our description of our podcast. 
Chipping's taken care of, so. Yeah. Buy it. For a low, Chipping's covered by a us. Low so price, just... you can have some lunch pail merch, like some like, coffee mugs and uh, T-shirts. A throw. Beaver hats. Ooh, a beaver oh, hat would be cool. And I got a book slash notebook that is titled, and it's got our little uh, sloth on the front that I made, but how am I going to F up my day? So there's a lot of shit on there. I, uh, yeah, grab that, take to, it to your next meeting. People think you're weird or cool or both. Oh, I'm doing it. You're one of those weird, cool guys. Oh, you know, you want to be mysterious. You want to be, yeah, buy our merch. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Make people question your thoughts. If you want stickers, uh, contact us, email us, because we're going to just do s- stickers separate from that shit, uh, just to keep it cheaper on people in general. But let us know if you want stickers, and hopefully you guys tune in next week and actually the next few months, because we'll have, we have some pretty good shit. In the words of a wise man, bang a gong, get it on. And go take a good shit. Mm-hmm. Wear a thong. Yep. So, eat my butt. Bye-bye.